Do you wish you had a better way to prepare, organize, store, and work on all of your quilting projects on the go or in the comfort of your home? Well, today on the show, we'll talk about the innovative bag designs of my special guest, and there's something for every type of quilting project you can imagine. Stay tuned, because today we are talking all about Yazzie bags. Welcome to the Quilter on Fire podcast. Hey quilters, I'm Brandy Maslowski, a firefighter turned quilt teacher, speaker, and author of children's picture book, Christie's Quilt. I created the Quilter on Fire podcast to build a community of quilters that I love. This is my happy place, sharing stories with you. One podcast episode at a time, I'm here learning more and loving quilting right alongside you. Welcome to episode 30 of the Quilter on Fire podcast. Today, my guest is Yasmita Megan, the founder and creator of Yazzie Bags. From a simple idea for a better way to travel with jewelry and a self-made prototype 20 years ago, Yasmita has built a thriving business in the craft industry that has helped crafters and quilters organize their bits and baubles and travel with their projects on the go or just keep them organized at home. The very first craft storage bag was born out of a meeting with an avid crafter in 2001, and her story blossomed into a worldwide business from there. She has designs for every possible need you can imagine in a beautiful array of colors and uses input from her customers as the basis for her designs. Let's get into the story of Yazzie Bags. Yasmita Megan, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me and hello to all your guests as well. I'm so thrilled to have you here. This looks like such a great product. So can you start by telling us a little bit about your Yazzie story? Where did you come up with this concept? Well, firstly, I live in Australia and I moved from Canada, actually. We lived in Toronto for many years and I worked in the travel industry. And when I got to Australia, I continued for about nine years in the travel industry and retired at that point. I... I always felt that there was something that I could do and probably design a bag that would help uh, any traveler to have everything at their fingertips, viewable, accessible, practical, instead of carrying five different types of bags. And I decided to start a little business in Melbourne. I really didn't know where I was going to go with it, but uh, it was just an idea and I had a prototype of a bag that I felt I needed to develop and I had a gut feeling that it's going to be the right bag. But what I did is I chose India as a place to manufacture. I could have gone to China or any other part of the world, but my ancestors come from India. I'm very comfortable with the language. I'm comfortable with the environment, the food. Everything about India is something I'm comfortable with. So I decided, why not choose a place where it's going to be a lot easier with my language skills, etc. So I booked a ticket via Sydney to go off to India. And uh, on my, my sister lives in Sydney and I decided to visit her and we were out at a shopping centre when she suggested that she'll go ahead with her shopping and I can sit and have a cup of coffee. 
I was there with my prototype bag and I saw a lady pass me on a walker and she said, do you mind if I sit next to you? There's no chairs around and I'd like to have a cup of coffee. And like anyone would, I just said, you know, go ahead, be my guest. And I was just writing notes to myself and after about 30 minutes, she said, do you mind if I have a close look at this bag? It's intrigued me. And uh, I said, go ahead. And at that point, too, we didn't really talk about anything. It was just her looking at the bag. And then she says, uh, it's my birthday today. I'm 85 years old. And I live across the road at the seniors uh, center. And I'm here to have lunch with my daughter who works at the Genome Sewing Center. And she said, I'm a cross-stitch teacher for 50 years and uh, I've retired due to failed eyesight. But looking at this bag, I'm just going to tell you that this is going to be a perfect go-to project bag for anyone in any kind of craft. But at that point, I did not even know what cross-stitch meant. And I have to actually tell everyone now that I do not sew. I have no plans to. I would not know what to do with a needle and a thread if you gave that to me. So she explained the little cards and her threads and she just explained the whole concept of cross-stitch and what it's all about. And she said, the last thing she said that day is, listen to your grandmother. I'm telling you this bag is perfect for anyone that sews or crafts. Listen to me and take it to some craft shops and I promise you they're going to all love it. At that stage, I was leaving the shopping center and I, my flight was at midnight via Singapore into Mumbai and I didn't think too much of it. I said, yep, you know, I'm glad I learned something about cross-stitch anyway and I had the time to listen to her properly. And she yeah. went off and uh, when I landed in Mumbai, that's where the factory is, Normally, it's not easy in India to find someone. You've got to go a long way, meet people, understand what they're doing. It's just a crazy life out there. And for some reason, within 24 hours, I found this factory. I had wow. gone into the market and I asked around and someone said, there is someone out here that develops similar things and maybe they can help you. They contacted the factory owner and asked them to visit me at my hotel. And within 24 hours, they were in the hotel and we were having this great meeting. And I was showing them my bag and where I was going and what was going on in my head around the concept. They were fascinated because, uh, you know, they felt that so many people come to them and decide, oh, I'd like a sample of this and nothing goes anywhere and they feel very disappointed and this time they had a feeling they've told me many years later that they felt very confident when they met me I seemed to know what I was doing and uh, <laughs> I think that helped a little bit and what's wonderful today when I look back is from that day at the hotel room from our meeting to this day we are still using the same factory, the owners that came to visit me are still totally involved. They look at Yazi as their company as well. 
they're totally appreciative of where I've taken the product range worldwide because they were just supplying maybe a local market with some basic samples and the artisans who are working in the factory are the same. They've also mm -hmm. gotten older now, and but they enjoy what they're doing. They understand what I need in the outside world. They understand what international uh, buyers need from a distribution point of view. They also understand, and I've said it a million times to them, that our supply is to crafters. They know everything. They know when a stitch is out of place. They know yeah. when you've gone off with a line in yeah. your sewing. So they look at the zippers. Every time they're there with me, they'll be opening and shutting the zippers like this every <laughs> second of the day. And I can see that sometimes I'm a little tense about it, but they've <laughs> understood it. So remember in India, they're not using it for that purpose. They have no understanding of what they're really developing yeah. all this for. But I feel that we've trained them very well. They've listened very well. And I think the relationship between them and myself has grown so well and we are so close. And I feel I'm everything because of them. There is nothing I could do and where I've reached without all those artisans who have helped develop this range to this level. Yeah, oh, that's so great. And it's so nice that there's a heartwarming story of a chance encounter that really opened up your audience to, you, you were originally thinking travelers who might need to bring their jewelry along to this world of crafters. So that's really heartwarming in itself. And it's nice to hear a little bit about the people making a living making these bags and, uh, and the fact that they really take pride in the quality of the construction, right? So, um, so tell us a little bit about the construction of these bags. So um, you, you talked to me before a little bit about you consistently talk to crafters and quilters as you go. And every time you create a new design, you use what they're talking about as the basis for your design. Yeah, that's true. I, I felt that the staff in there, they, the, the factory has only treadle machines, right? That's what they right. use as their base. Recently, in the last three to four years, they've started adding a few newer styled machines. I've seen some jukey machines uh, in there too. And yep. for many years, they were doing all the quilting on the bags freehand. And wow. I think that's sort of now changing. We needed to change it because some of the larger bags that we have are taking 20 hours for each of them to complete. Oh my goodness, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a lot of hours and there's a lot of labor. And when you're looking at all the plastic pockets that goes into every pocket in every bag, yeah. someone sits on the floor and cuts them to the size that they need to using a scissors. There's no machine that says... You know, prepare uh, 20 pockets at the 4 by 4 inches or anything. Yeah. Even today, after 20 years, that's the style of the way they're doing it. We have offered a lot of opportunities for us to improve these, uh, you know, methods of doing it. But they choose not to. They're very comfortable. They feel they're doing yeah. their best at the way they know how. And uh, yeah. they don't want to change. So I think yeah. in some ways 
I think we, we need to appreciate the fact that there's that much labor. None of us have 20 hours to spare to create one bag at the prices yeah. we do supply them at. Yeah. And that's really good to know because sometimes there's a bit of a misconception about products made abroad, like they don't get paid much or the product is poor quality. Uh, so what's your take on that? I think the products are amazing. The number of testimonials and feedback and emails we've received over 20 years, it's just been unbelievable for the praises, the fact that they tell us these are the best bags in the world yeah. as far as durability, functionality, quality. They're just practical and they actually work. But for me, it was difficult initially after I passed the first couple bags, looking at it and focusing on the travel side of it to develop things from the craft world because I don't know what a crochet hook is or an ergonomic yeah. hook or a template or um, a rotary cutter. I would not know anything, really. And yeah. I did a lot of shows in Australia I started off with where I would sit in the background and talk to any customer that passed and I would ask them for their opinion on the new bag that I'm thinking about. They would look yeah. at it and maybe suggest that we increase the pocket, maybe make it a little wider, uh, divide the pocket for whatever reason. There were a lot of suggestions. And obviously, I can't make everyone happy, but I took the best yeah. of the suggestions and tried to develop it. So it does yeah. take about 18 months for me to get to a point where it's actually working. And when it finally works and I've got the final sample, I normally go to Houston to the quilt show and present it there. We launch every year in Houston after having tested it in the market for that long, about 18 months, I'd say. So I think by the yeah. time we get there, I have made a couple mistakes. In fact, I've wondered what made me think of a bag like that. But generally, we've had a 98% strike rate in an area I know nothing about. And, yeah. and I believe it's the customers that have helped me. They are designers that help me. In Australia, I've got so many friends that are all quilters. We are in the show circuit today, together at every show. And they're more than happy. I've supplied a lot of samples along the way in the US and here. So we've come this far by just getting everyone's heads together, except mine yeah. in the in the product because I feel sometimes if you're thinking too hard about it and you're putting your own opinion in it sometimes it does change it you know and in this case I can clearly say with confidence that there was nothing in the bags I actually supplied as an idea I just listened extremely well and I have wonderful talented people in India who are helping me I sit on the machines with them. We might try a different... If they say it's a little bit hard that you want a pocket or a piping at this point, can we try something different? We'll get as close as we possibly can. Because these are yeah. considered handcrafted bags because each bag is individually made. There is no yeah. machine bringing off these bags at all. And they're never yeah. going to be because in the sense that's what's making them very appropriate appreciated worldwide 
and uh, I've been to India 80 times over 20 years to sit with them. Sometimes I go for five days and I rush back to Australia. Sometimes I'm there for a month with them if we're developing a lot of new bags. And it has worked out for me and I'm truly blessed and I feel very grateful to all of them. Yeah, and it's kind of a testament that they're being treated well because they kind of feel like Yazzie is their business too, right? Yes, absolutely. They do. They do. So tell me a little bit about the history of Yazzie Bags over the last 20 years. How did it begin to spread in sales from Australia to the U.S. and Canada, other parts of the world? That is an interesting story for me because uh, what I did, the, when I met this lady, June Davis, and we developed it, I came back to Australia and I took it to a lot of craft stores, quilt stores, and everyone wanted to order the bags. I had the mini craft organizer large and the petite bag. Those were my first two models, CA-14 and the CA-10. And after that, I did start thinking, started reading up on it. I made friends with a few quilters and I used to go and visit the stores as often as I could to get an understanding. And then 9-11 took place that year in September. So what mm -hmm. happened is... The fact that they were very practical travel bags opened a door in the travel industry with airlines, stores at the airports, stores that carried luggage and travel. They liked the bags because it made total sense. There is nothing like it. Everyone loved the bags. And after the 9-11, I went to Houston to the quilt show. I decided to take that those samples and present my products. I was not exhibiting at the show. I just went there to have a bit of a look-see and uh, see what the opportunities are, what some of the companies thought about it. And I was amongst a crowd of people at the Houston quilt show at the festival with no knowledge of anything, just hanging around there and walking the aisles and taking it to some of the vendors when they had a few minutes to talk to me and I showed them the products. I have to say, everyone fell over. No, oh, that's great. They just loved it. Then I took them to Benina, when I took them to a few sewing machine companies, everyone loved the bags. And I knew when I left Houston that year that I have something to work towards now. Here is a business that is going to work. They're so excited about it. And I thanked June Davis to have introduced me in a world I knew nothing about. So I feel very blessed that that year was my lucky year, in a sense, where everything fell together. I know 9-11 was not a pleasant experience, but for some reason, yeah. it opened up two channels in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so over those first few years, did you sort of create a new mission for Yazzie Bags? Absolutely. I started designing more bags. I was testing the market. I came to Houston every year. Every year we were there. Then we started exhibiting at other shows in uh, the States, like uh, Road to California, a lot of the original sewing shows. We did the Paducah shows. 
we did everything we could to get the product deep into the market. We needed to get crafters to touch the bags, feel the bags, hug the bags, because that's all <laughs> they do with our bags. And, you know, we hear every day when they come forward that they really, really appreciate them. They've got 15 bags. They've got 11 bags. <laughs> I sometimes wonder what they're doing with so many but it's amazing how organized some people want to be, you know, and they'll talk about uh, fabric blocks that they need to store. They have to store certain items in a certain way. And I'm happy to listen. We make the bags and uh, whatever it is. Like uh, right now I'm working on, I've just finished my last bag, which covers all the fabric blocks, your 14 by 14 blocks. And wow. I think... That has been so popular because people appreciated the fact that they were looking for something practical and we provided three options at three different price points for them. And yep. that was great. And I do have people saying, are you planning to make something for a 16 by 16 block, you know, or mm. rectangle blocks? And I've said very clearly, no, for a while now, <laughs> I need a holiday. With COVID, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do anything more for a while. I was so excited last year to come to Houston with eight new products that I had designed. And oh. they were amazing. But unfortunately, we did not get there. And so I'm sitting with it in Melbourne, within my uh, office, just to make sure that at some stage I'm ready with some new bags. Because we're not going to India for a long time, as you know. Things are yeah. just not happening there. Yeah. And I am very, very disturbed about what's going on because it does affect my business directly. It's yeah. happening. A lot of the staff are COVID positive. We're starting to dwindle in the number of people that we've got left who can create Aww. these bags. Fortunately for me, Again, we were able to get three sea freight, like three shipments out to the U.S. already this year. I have one yeah. that's almost ready uh, to leave in two weeks' time. And I think that will yeah. be it for this year. We need to give them the time to uh, just get their lives together. Yeah, recover. And they need to see their families who are not well. A lot of them have lost their wives their children. It's just been a disaster out there. So I do keep in touch with everyone at the factory and I feel uh, we need to be a little bit more compassionate now. It's not just about Yazzie bags. I, this is the yeah. time they need my understanding mm -hmm. and uh, patience as well. And that's what I'm planning yeah. to do after this last shipment. Just give them a total break for six months. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. It's heartbreaking to hear that people are being affected by COVID. Um, and one thing that happily we're hearing again and again is that quilters and crafters are really diving into their craft. So have you had a big increase in sales or desire to have your bags over the pandemic? I left the U.S. last year in March. I was at the um, original sewing expo in Atlanta. After we did the Pialop show as well, we were out there and we were going to do a few shows and with everything happening, we just took off from Atlanta halfway through the show 
and ended up safely in Australia and we've not traveled since then. But if I had to tell you honestly, our business has doubled over the year and wow. I mean I know it's a horrible time for most people but in this industry yep. I felt that people wanted to pick up projects, they wanted to embellish our bags, they want a lot of the store owners and designers picked up the bags to encourage people to ha do some projects at home because there was the time for everyone to get involved and they have so much of fun doing wonderful things on our bags so that has sort of doubled the number of bags we needed and we are constantly running out we supply everything we do to Canada and the US from Paducah, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. They are our fulfillment and dispatch center there now for a few years. Yeah. And we're very happy with the way they are managing our business out there. And uh, from Australia, we are supplying the rest of the world, like UK, Europe, Japan, Singapore, yeah. New Zealand, Australia. Everything we have here comes from the Australian warehouse. And we have distributors yeah. in Europe as well, in the Netherlands, who are supplying the stores within Europe. Well, it's really nice to hear that things are going well for you during the pandemic. A lot of people who have businesses have found a huge shift. And um, one thing that from Canada or from other countries, we look at Australia and it really seems like Australia is doing well with the pandemic. They're working hard. And I understand that you recently were able to have a quilt show. So tell us about that. You're right. Everyone I talk to, and I talk to people in the U.S. every day, and they tell me, we're watching all of you down there, down under, and you're doing so well. And they're happy for us. And yeah. we're very happy here, too, because, look, we've had a few problems. We were locked down for a long time, particularly where I live in Melbourne. But I think generally we, we listen to everything they tell us to do. If it's an hour you're allowed out for the day, that's all we do. There's no objection. We wear our masks. We follow what's required. And it seemed to have worked well here. We don't know what the future's gonna be. I, don't, I cannot tell you what's gonna happen in six months, but right now we're feeling very safe. We are an island out here. So to some degree, the fact that the Australian government is only allowing Australians to come into the country if they're residents and, you know, and nobody else. You just can't find your way out of the country because they don't guarantee a return passage to you. They yeah. want to protect what's out here. And I'm glad in a way because that's why we've got the results that we have. Again, it's yeah. for today. The last year has been great for us with a few problems. But when you look at sheer numbers from different countries, we are absolutely doing wonderfully well. And um, I think it's important for us to appreciate the way they've handled this pandemic. I'm actually due for my first COVID shot this afternoon in three hours. So I'll ah. be going out there today. And uh, I hope everything's okay, but uh, we should be fine. 
Yeah. Well, we are all living vicariously through you because you've been able to have a quilt show. So what was that quilt show called and how did it go? Was there a big turnout? It was in South Australia, in Adelaide. This was the sewing and stitching and quilt show. They have that each year and we've not been able to attend it uh, for the last couple of years because of what's going on. And uh, this year we did that. It's a three-day show. It started on the 30th of April. And I'm going to say to you, it was just amazing. The people were there in huge numbers. And everyone seemed so happy, chirpy, excited that they finally got out to something that they want to do. They enjoyed. They've missed for so long. You yeah. could sense it. You know, you could sense it. There was a buzz around the show. I did do a smaller show a few weeks before that, but I didn't see that same buzz as this particular show. And now we are booked for a few more in Australia this year. And if everything's going well, they will happen. And, you know, everyone's quite careful. The so the organizers still with their social distancing, the uh, QR codes, you know, we all have to follow what's required. But generally... Yeah everyone's excited and we were able to see other vendors that we haven't seen for two years uh, been able to talk i went around the show and looked at all the new things that are out there and everyone seems to feel they've done fairly well out of this in our industry it doesn't apply to yeah. every industry but definitely here we've been okay yeah Oh, that's so great. Now, I want to mention your website here. So it's www.yazzy.com. And I'll spell that out. It's Y-A-Z-Z-I-I.com. And there's a huge selection of organizers and bags on there, of course. So can you tell us about some of the most popular Yazzy bags for quilters? Okay. The bags that I believe are the best for quilters, and in the 20 years we've been selling them, I mean, I... There are things like your mat carriers and stuff, which are applicable to quilters, but probably wouldn't be the first bags people. They might buy it as their 17th bag or the 11th bag, but not necessarily, <laughs> yeah. you know. The one we have is the CA-14, which was the first bag that I introduced 20 years ago. It's still your go-to project bag. I think it's the perfect bag that everyone starts with. And I will sort of show you where they've embellished this bag. And I think it's, it looks fabulous. And the next one would be the CA880, which is the quilters project bag. And mm -hmm. that's definitely one that every quilter needs. And often they tell me that if you take anything more than what fits in that bag, you should not leave home, basically, because <laughs> it's then too it's much. too much. <laughs> So for your retreats or anything that you want, you'd be more than happy to use that bag well. Then we have the Maxi Yazzie, which is more recent. That's a three-piece bag. It fits your 14 by 14 blocks. We've given you a case within the bag that it fits beautifully. And we've given you three pouches as well alongside it for your smaller notions. And if you're looking for that perfect go-to bag to take to retreats, this would be the one that would work. And if you are into carrying your blocks with you. So we have so many for different projects, but uh, I think these two are the standouts right now, these three. Yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds great. I love those tiny project bags because you can just grab something and go sit on the couch and do hand stitching or whatever. There's all kinds of things you can do with that. Um, And the Quilters Project Bag, we'll talk a little bit more about that later because we just might be giving one away, but we'll get get to that in a minute. But right now, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. When we come back, we're going to talk about the bonus incentive if you buy something because you heard it on the show today. Yasmita is so generous with this offer and I can't wait to tell you all about it. So we'll be right back. Northcott Fabrics are famous to quilters for their Stonehenge and O Canada collections. Right here on this podcast, we give away fabric from Northcott Collections, Banyan Batiks, and Figo Fabrics. Look for all of these at your local quilt shop. Northcott, cottons that feel like silk. Okay, now Yasmita, I was introduced to you by my friend Michelle Muska of Oliso Irons, and she recently gave away a mini iron on this podcast inside of a little Yazzie bag. So tell us about that mini iron bag. We've been supplying a smaller bag. Uh, The code is CA580 for the little mini irons for about 14 years now. Those bags with those irons were very easily available in the Australian market. And when I used to go to Houston, I felt that they just weren't around. I mean, we hardly sold about 10 of them during the show, even though I had some in stock. And for some reason in the last five years, I've started seeing a lot of those little mini irons around. And then no matter if I took 150 of those iron storage bags, they would sell at the show. (laughs) Everyone loved them. They also took the Rowenta iron, if you removed the centerpiece. They took the Clover Mm -hmm. iron as well. Uh, So it did fit quite a few of those little irons. And then in the Mm -hmm. last two years, I started getting people saying 18 months maybe, and they said, We have Oliso Irons, and I did see Oliso at the shows. You know, they used to be a vendor and showing their products, and I did walk across, and I noticed that it was a little big for the bag that I had. I definitely noticed it would not fit. Then I had people coming in and buying my smaller one and removing the Oliso Iron from their boxes and trying to squeeze it into this bag, (laughs) and then the straining the zipper as well, and I said no it's not going to work really because then the problem of the zipper breaking becomes ours and there's too much of gray area with it so I went off to India recently and I went and designed the bag in perfect size allowing you to keep the rivet at the bottom as well the case it fits perfectly and it also holds other irons we don't only say it's for the Aliso but That was my thinking, basically. I was doing it for that reason. And the number of Oliso iron bags that we are selling right now in the U.S. through web orders, through the distributors that we have in place, it's unbelievable. We just cannot make enough of those bags. Everyone loves them. Now, they're not heat-resistant at the base. You almost need to buy a base. Uh, one of Mm -hmm. those Teflon little pieces from Joanne's or wherever you find them and cut them out to size and it will work with uh, the Mm -hmm. rivet in there. But uh, I'm so glad we did this because after that, Michelle and I became very close friends and we sort of worked together in line. And I I think it's just been wonderful that uh, she's, she's working 
in a collaboration with us right now, and that works perfectly for anyone purchasing the iron. The dimensions for that new iron storage bag is 9.25 by 4.7 by 4.7. So that'll give people the indication of the sizing. The smaller bag that I did have was 8.5 by 4.1 by 3.5 inches. Everything I'm mentioning is in inches. And this way, people understand what they're going. Because I have had a few people order the bag and say, well, it did not fit. But this is the dimensions on the website. Yeah, and it's nice to have two different sizes. So whatever iron you have, you can fit it in there. And you can check out those dimensions on the website, right? That's what you said? Okay. So now before Michelle told me all about your products and mentioned you to me. I had already heard of you before because I saw you on the Quilters Shopping Network. So what's that channel all about and how does that work? When COVID began in March, I was approached by uh, the company to, they wanted to know if I wanted to be involved with just a certain select group of people were invited to be part of this network. And, uh, I felt it was a good idea because from Australia, how do we reach out to everyone in the U.S.? Every opportunity became a good opportunity where we can communicate, we can go into everyone's living rooms while they're watching us, and we can show them our products because there was no way we were coming back. And the way it's worked out is we don't have any plans all the way till the end of 2022 to travel. I'm very grateful that I was able to take this opportunity. So it's a shopping network where quite a few stores and exhibitors like vendors have got involved with and they talk about their products and people are getting to know and I can see from the interest and the sales from it that it's been a very successful venture for me and I'm glad that was the first one I went on and I think it's been fabulous for me. Yeah, that sounds really good. So where can quilters find the Quilter Shopping Network? Like, is it just online or are there live events or how does it all work? Do you show up at a certain time? Yes, it is. I'm booked at on Wednesdays at uh, CST time, 8 p.m. Every week I uh, record and I'm live from Australia and it's Thursday morning for me. So you could pre-record a little bit as well. But once you go into the Quilter Shopping Network Facebook page, yeah. you can join, you can like the page, you can follow us, uh-huh. you can see the timetable of who's coming on next. There's a lot of marketing that's happening. If there's any stores that want to be involved, like myself, to be part of this network, you can apply. And uh, yeah. You know, you can be considered for that. I think it's a great way to be out there uh, just displaying what you do. And then the choice is up to people who whether they want to or not. But we are getting far more engagement from the Quilter Shopping Network. And I actually started on the 1st of July last year. So it's already May yeah. now. It's been a long time, but I persisted with it. And I'm just so grateful that I took that opportunity and I'm here today with the Quilters Shopping Network. 
Yeah, that's great. Okay, now let's talk about, speaking of shopping, let's talk about the deal you are giving, especially for listeners of the Quilter on Fire podcast. So if you make a purchase at yazzy.com, and again, that's Y-A-Z-Z-I-I.com, anytime in the month of June, and you use the coupon code, now, if you need a second, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper. I'll say the coupon code again at the end of the podcast. But right now, here's the coupon code. It's Q-O-F-Y-A-Z-1. Okay, Q-O-F is for Quilter on Fire and Y-A-Z is for Yazzie Bags. So Q-O-F-Y-A-Z-1. Now, I want you to write that down. I'll mention it again at the end. But here's what you get. If you spend $75, you get free shipping. Now, that's huge because it would cost at least 25 bucks to get something shipped to Canada. And if you spend $100, you get that free shipping, plus you get the three-piece craft pouch set for free included. If you want to look at that little pouch set on the website, the code is CA405. That's the product that you get for free if you spend $100. This is such a great deal. Thank you so much, Yasmita. That little pouch set alone is worth $15.95. So that is so generous. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Now, remember, that deal goes till the end of June, and that is three whole weeks. But go get it now before it's gone. Now, Yasmita, you have some famous stitchers using your bags and creating workshops around them. So tell us all about Sue Spargo and a few other creators who are doing fun things with Yazzie Bags. The person I met many years ago was Sue Spargo at one of the spring markets and she walked to me over to me and she said, I'm Sue Spargo and I love your bags. I've been using them for a long time and I think they would make a wonderful base for me to do some creative stuff like embroidery, little projects on them. And the way she explained it to me and I've never forgotten it is the fact that These are practical bags. She loves to uh, engage the youth today. She wants to involve them in uh, the craft world. And all our bags, because they're made of fabric, she can prepare the project, teach techniques that she is so talented at, and place them on the bags. And this way, they shorter projects, they achievable projects, And at the end of it, when it's all said and done, you have a beautiful looking Yazzie bag that you can find a way to use it as well. It's not a pin cushion. It's not a table runner. It's just there to be able to be used well. You can put your jewelry and makeup in there. You can put your craft bits and bobs in there. I think it explains why they make a lot of sense. And all she did is she took the business and the whole range to another level where she was able to present all her techniques and her talent and bring it as a feature on a Yazzie bag. Yeah. And, you know, from a quilter's perspective, I just have to tell you, because you're not a quilter, from a quilter's perspective, just being in the presence of Sue Spargo is like you're no kind of starstruck. So the fact that she approached you is so exciting for quilters to hear. And so what kind of classes does she teach using your bags? She teaches uh, embroidery, beautiful embroidery, using her full range of Alleganza threads. She does uh, amazing applique on the bags as well. There's so much that she's doing. She runs uh, the 12 days before Christmas. She'll do a little project on one of my smaller bags. So you can 
probably do that in an hour or two and then give it to someone as a gift to your mom or your grandmom or whoever's sewing, a friend. I think she covers so much with our bags, her block of the month each year. She selects one of our products for it. We've got 38 bags today. And sometimes I've prepared some special designs for her as well. She has sort of asked me to create something that is made just for her needs. And uh, we've worked together for 10 years almost. And we just wow. enjoy, we know what we're doing. And I've been able to uh, provide her that base where she's taken the Yazzie bags to a level that I would never have found otherwise. And I'm truly grateful to her. Yeah, and it sounds like that would be such a great, fun hand stitching project. So absolutely, you guys listening can just go ahead and list and just Google Sue Spargo. Of course, you'll find her and her courses. I have a few okay. other people that are working well on the bag yes. too. There's Anna Bates from Quilt Roadies. She loves mm -hmm. the bags and she talks about them in all her episodes. And I think she travels a bit with our products and she just did a beautiful cross stitch uh, project on the bag. It's just one of my recent posts on Facebook. And if you do look her up too, I think you'll find it amazing. Her opinion on Yazzie bags is also quite amazing. And she's a follow of Sue Spargo as well. But apart from that, she's doing her own thing too with the bags. Mm -hmm. There's also Wild Boho, which is Nicole Vogelsinger. She's doing some beading on our bags. Amazing applique using beads. And I think if you look up, look her up on the website, Wild Boho, you'll find what she's done with many of our products. And I'm, again, absolutely thrilled when they send us pictures. And we've been working on a lot of collaborations with them too. There's Catherine Redford as well. She does some gorgeous butterflies. She's written a book with our bag, especially the CA14, the mini craft organizer, where she's incorporated amongst many other projects, her butterflies on our bags. And I think they look absolutely amazing. I love butterflies and they look beautiful. And finally, we have Sue Howie. I mean, we have plenty more people. These are just a few that sort of uh, I thought I'd mention Sue Harvey from Indigo Niche Designs in Australia. She is from Brisbane, Australia, and she's created uh, seven bags in our range using her sashiko uh, embroidery. And the kits mm -hmm. are going to be available around the 15th of May in the US and Canada. So do look at our website and you'll find them. We're also working next project is going to be around the um, indigenous inspired uh, designs using sashiko embroidery. Oh, nice. So I think there's a lot of interest coming from the U.S. already on those. So just keep an eye on the website. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us for our newsletter. And you will always know where we are because we are participating in a lot of virtual shows in the U.S. And a lot of offers are there. We do a lot of giveaways. We've just finished our Mother's Day giveaway. And it's nice to see these people who know so much and are so creative and so talented 
just take the business and the bags to another level. Even I don't recognize our products, Yazzie bag, when I see it. <laughs> After all that gorgeous stitching is in place. Well, that sounds like so much fun. So we are going to move now into the lightning round robin. So this is a rapid fire series of questions just for fun. So are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. Who is the most famous person who is carrying around a Yazzie bag? It has to be Sue Spargo. Yeah, she's absolutely famous. In the quilting world, she's kind of quilt famous, we'll call her. What is your personal favorite Yazzie bag? It is the first bag I designed 20 years ago, the Mini Craft Organizer Large. You can use it for your traveling, you're carrying your jewelry, your medications, and anything in the craft uh, side of things you can use to fill and carry with you to your friend's place or your classes or whatever. When you see that bag, that is the first bag everyone wants and loves. Okay, and who was a big creative inspiration in your business? Well, because I'm not in the craft area, I sort of have to go back to June Davis, who was the lady I met 20 years ago in a shopping center in Sydney, Australia. Mm -hmm. I feel, and I'm convinced today after 20 years, there was a reason for that meeting with her. I do not mm -hmm. even live in Sydney. I just happened to be there and she walked up to me and we sat and chatted. She's no longer around, you know, she passed on and I do feel that sometimes things work in mysterious ways and for me to be in an industry where I know nothing, I still don't know much about it, but I do feel that in 20 years I've learned to appreciate her more so than ever. I've learned to appreciate all the quilters I've met who have supported me and guided me through this journey. Yeah, and it's so nice to have that story and that moment in time that was really the beginning of your business, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and what color Yazzie bag do you sell the most? I thought it was purple for many years, but I think it's the aqua color. It depends which part of the world you are in and if you're near the ocean or something. Sometimes colors change, but if I had to really tell you, it would be the aqua, my top selling. Okay, and what is your most memorable customer at a show? That is something I can come up easily because I've never forgotten it, actually. Uh, <laughs> a few years ago, I was at a show in Sydney, Australia, and serving a lot of people, talking to them, and I had probably a collection of about 30, 35 people in front of me, and I was explaining things to them. And I had a lady behind in the crowd holding a Yazzie bag, and looking very sad and actually I could see the tears she was that close that I could see her tearing I was starting to get a bit distracted at first I thought you know maybe she's not well she's done whatever it was I just sort of kept looking at her and I thought I'll get to her soon and at after a few minutes I thought no I'm going to have to ask her because maybe she needed me more and I said can I help you with anything because you're obviously uh, upset about something and uh, can you tell me about it? And uh, she said, I am very, very sad today. I've had my 
double deluxe organizer for 16 years I won it at a subscription through a craft magazine I've used it every day since that day I received it and today it's died on me oh no <laughs> there's something wrong with the zipper and I'm here to pick up a new one from you <laughs> Now, I did not know exactly, I didn't know what to make of what she's saying to me because firstly, I was shocked that someone's used it every day for 16 years and is tearing over it and feels that <laughs> I need to give her a new bag just to make up for it. So I said, I can sell you a bag, but I'm not going to give you a bag. I said, what is it like you wanting? Is there anything else you're wanting? She says, no. I really thought you would be giving me the bag because I thought Yazzie bags have lifetime guarantees. And that probably <laughs> threw me, you know, and I couldn't even think <laughs> as quickly. And I had all these other customers, quilters in front of me who were absolutely shocked and not happy <laughs> at all with the, uh, the question and the comments. And by the time I finished off, I told her, I said, look, I don't think there's anything that's a guarantee. No Yazzie bag can be guaranteed. I've never said that. You know, it's the way you use it, whatever happens. The fact that you've used it for 16 years every day and you've claimed <laughs> that in front of all of us tells me yeah. that it's an excellent bag. If it was anything else, you might have needed three or four bags by now, you know. But whatever mm -hmm. it is, I cannot give you a new bag. I'm more than happy to talk to you after I'm finished. You can come back this afternoon, but uh, I'm not going to give you a new bag. And I did say to her, I said, look, I cannot guarantee myself being present here tomorrow. So I cannot see yeah. how I would say that Yazzie bags have lifetime guarantees. So yeah. she wasn't too thrilled about it, but she went away. And just to tell you how it all ended up, she that bag is about $99 on the website. And when she did yep. come in the afternoon, I did because I am who I am and I feel bad about <laughs> everything I do and I need to be compassionate. I said, okay, I'll take $50 from you and you can use this bag. So it's close to my oh. wholesale price and she was happy with it. Yeah. And she was very grateful. I've never heard from her again. So hopefully for the next 16 <laughs> years, she's using her bag. Oh, well, that's nice that you were so kind to her because she really saw the value because she used it for so, but then she really didn't see the value because she didn't see she wanted to buy another one. But yeah, that's so sweet how you ended it off. So in your business, what brings you the most joy? I think the number of emails, testimonials, when I'm at a show, people would just walk up to me, directly walk up to me and say, I've got so many bags, I don't need any right now, but I want to personally meet you. I want to tell you a big thank you for creating this beautiful range of bags that we use and love for so long. They've lasted. We know when we're looking on your website for a gift or something that the quality is consistent. We know what to expect now from Yazzie bags. Uh, I've never said I'm perfect, to be honest, Brandy. You know, we try our best. We do have people checking, and the quality control is very tight in India. But yeah. mistakes can happen. 
But on the other hand, when you get these testimonials, when you just get comments after someone receiving their bags that it's beyond their expectation, what else would you want? And this is consistent after 20 years when some mm -hmm. of the distributors have said that by now we would think some suppliers start getting a bit smug and thinking, well, it's okay, you know, we don't have to go any further in raising the bar. And they tell me each time we receive your shipment, we feel that you've raised the bar. To me, that is a compliment in the biggest form. And I am a perfectionist. That's why I came up with this range of organization. I don't care mm -hmm. what you organize. I just figured, often people tell me, what inspired you to do all this? And I thought, well, apart from the travel bag that I needed, I think you give any woman a pocket, <laughs> she'll figure out what to do with it, right? However, whether <laughs> yeah. you keep your medications, sometimes I'm at a show and they bring these little pouches and they've got their money stashed in there. Sometimes <laughs> they'll have their medications in there. And uh, I think, I mean, what else can I say? They're viewable and this good quality plastic. Often people tell me, you know, how does it wear? I've used my travel bag for 16 years and I will tell you, it eventually did give up on me. So don't expect miracles <laughs> that it's lifetime. Yeah. And But this weekend when I was at the show in South Australia, someone said, I live in the middle of Australia where it's the desert and it's very hot. And I've had no problems with my bags for many years. So your okay. quality of your plastic is extremely good. You can uh, wash them, spot wash them. I've actually thrown it in uh, the washing machine in a gentle cycle a couple times. You've got to be careful because if the plastic remains a bit... Uh, wet and humid that's where the issues mm -hmm. will start but generally with some yeah. good care it's fine yeah well that's so great and that was so fun thank you so much for enduring the lightning round so we've mentioned your website a few times but i'll mention it again here it's yazzy.com y-a-z-z-i-i where we can see everything that you have to offer all of the bags uh, all of the varieties all of the colors Tell us a little bit about the colors, actually. We've never mentioned that yet. You have a huge variety of colors, beautiful colors. So which colors do they generally come in? Okay, the bright colors are aqua, the green, and it's an autumn green, a beautiful green. We've got beautiful. the blood red, like the benina red now. We've uh, discontinued yeah. the maroon color. I've got the purple, and I've got the hot pink, the fuchsia color. So there's five yeah. bright colors for you. A lot of them are behind me anyway. But uh, apart from that, we've got the navy and the black, which are standard. And uh, a lot of mm -hmm. people still prefer just the basic colors. So we've given you a wide choice of colors. I know recently uh, there's been a lot of social media posts from Sue Spargo showing her range in electric blue. And uh, mm -hmm. that was made especially for her and reserved for her as a color. Oh, nice. Same bags that we've got, but she loved that color, and uh, I think she's going to be marketing that electric blue. So I'm getting a lot of emails asking me about it, but no, I, I have to respect the fact that I've promised her exclusivity on that color and yeah. let her do her bit with the beautiful electric blue it is my favorite color but she has it <laughs> oh that's great well and if they want it they can order it through her right absolutely they all can go up to a website and order it 
Okay, so speaking of social media, where's the best place for quilters to engage with Yazzie Bags on social media? Okay, we have Facebook, uh, Yazzie Craft Bags. Is, we're on okay. Facebook, and uh, they can join us, follow us. And uh, Instagram is Yazzie Craft, is our Instagram handle. We're on Twitter okay. under Yazzie Craft Bags as well. We're on Pinterest and YouTube. Uh, com under Yazzie Bags. So if you can look on our website, you'll find all our handles there. And we also put all our inspirational ideas. So it gives you some idea of what you can do with our bags. Some people might be more heavily working with applique. Some people might be beading. And this way, they can see some real life examples of what people have done. Yeah, that sounds good. And so for the listeners today, if they're interested in seeing a little bit more visually about the Yazzie bags, what kind of stuff do you put on your YouTube channel? Well, each of the bags has time-lapse videos where you can see the pockets individually. You can understand each page of the bag. You can also Mm -hmm. see inspirational videos uh, where people have worked on a particular bag or a group of bags. Then we've got uh, uh, like people like Nicole Vogelsinger, Catherine Redford, Sue Howie, Sue Spargo, all the videos that they've done in preparation to show people what they can do is uploaded on our YouTube channel. And oh, that's we've great. got a lot of demonstrations by Piece of Cake, which is Becky Goldsmith. Uh, there's that many people who have actually done fabulous uh, testimonials visually as well and we placed them in there and I felt that we needed to go further into the bag because at a distance I can't show you every pocket and we try very hard every day to try and improve that level so that we are almost in front of you. There's no question and you don't have to write to me to ask me will this fit or will that fit or something like that because we do get questions but generally if you're looking in there we've got our catalog our full new craft catalog in there we've got our gift catalog available to you so you can see what you can pick up as far as nice travel gifts so birthday special graduation gifts christmas gifts for mother's day we've had such a busy run with from the craft perspective and the travel perspective they just love the bags because they're practical And it's so nice that if you're buying something online, you can head on over to your YouTube channel and you can see the inside and outside of the bag from start to finish and you know exactly what you're buying and what size. So that is a really great feature you have. So I want to outline the contest giveaway. So of course, we're giving away a Yazzie bag. This week's prize giveaway is the Quilters Project Bag in red. And so the outer pockets are for your keys, your phone and other personal items. And it's filled with see-through sleeves inside and pockets for quilting supplies, tools, and storage. This is the perfect project bag for any retreat, for traveling, or just to keep a project organized at home. So this is such a generous prize valued at over $107 US. So thank you so much, Yasmita. I can't wait to see who wins it. Don't forget, you can enter the contest by going into the my YouTube channel where you see the trailer in the um, description. You will see the link to enter the contest. You can enter for five whole days. We give away the weekly prizes every Sunday, so don't miss out on that. You want to go to the Quilter on Fire YouTube channel and enter the prize giveaway because this is a big one. 
Now, Yasnita, as we wrap up today, what do you want quilters to take away most from our conversation? I'm glad you asked that question. And there's always been a message I want to get out there as often as I can is I wanted to have everyone understand the background of how we began, how the products are made, and being a non-crafter, how the range has grown now to a worldwide audience who truly appreciate them for their quality. They are so labor intensive. So when I do get the odd question about, you know, how come they're $120 or something, You've got to understand that they handcrafted. That's the biggest difference. They're not mass produced. Yeah. I wanted to make some difference in the world. And I feel by going to India, developing this range, working with this wonderful group of people, I try and help a lot of them with their schooling, some fees. If there's anything, if I have to give them some Bollywood tickets to go out and have a good time, <laughs> I do that because I sit yeah. next to them. I eat off a banana leaf with them, you know, just to sit down and make them feel yeah. that I'm equal to them. I don't want them to ever feel that they work for me because I believe mm -hmm. it begins with them. My success mm -hmm. is very dependent on them. And I'm going to say over and over again, respect these bags because they're not going to be around forever. I've had many people yeah. ask me, what happens after Yazzie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, quilters will be left wanting, that's for sure. Uh, well, I'm so glad that I have been able to help you share your story today, Yasmita. It has been nice having you here. Thank you so much for being my guest on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. So that was my show with the founder and designer of Yazzie Bags, Yasmita Megan. The part of her story that I really enjoyed is that she had no history as a crafter or quilter. She was simply trying to fill a need for travelers to carry their jewelry, but she met an avid crafter, listened to her needs, and the idea was born. And since then, she has continued to listen to her customers at shows and events over the last two decades, and she's come up with products that quilters now know and love around the world. The next time you see Yasmita at a major quilt show, be sure to say you heard all about her story on the Quilter on Fire podcast. And remember, if you make a purchase at yazzie.com anytime in the month of June, use the coupon code QOFYAZ1. Now, if you spend $75, you get the free shipping to Canada. And if you spend over $100, you get the free shipping plus the three-piece craft pouch set worth $15.95. Now, don't forget, I love to hear from you. Send me a message anytime, write a review, or share this podcast. The kindest thing you can do for me is to introduce me to your friends. Thank you for listening to the Quilter on Fire podcast. Until next time, dream big and have fun in the studio with the Quilter on Fire.